Hello, my name is Marcelo, but you might know me as Atasheshi. I'm a grumpy geek who solves problems, many of which created by myself with the help of my chaos magnet. That's how I'm surviving for a long time as a pothole fixer in this ship. Oh, yes, Tekka, with a P. Tekka is my best buddy. She's always around and will help me share knowledge in a very different way. I'm guessing that's why you're here after all. So welcome aboard. You are right in the middle. Sorry, Tekka. I'm still terrified about that meeting. It was supposed to be a brainstorm, you know, but it ended up being like a shitstorm. I agree, Tekka. Liking it or not, that was indeed collaboration. The thing is, collaboration doesn't necessarily imply synergy. Collaboration is just the act of working together. It doesn't say anything about whether the work will be successful or not. If a team is working collaboratively, but they are constantly blocking each other's idea, the outcome is fate to be a disaster, like what happened to our meeting. On the other hand, if a team is working together without blocking each other, chances are that a great outcome will meet them in the end. We're on the same team. Ideas arise to be discussed, not to be blocked. Sometimes, Tekka, people are afraid of making a mistake. Especially when their organization punishes mistakes. It could also be for lack of confidence, comfort or both. A simple and effective solution, in my humbly grumpy opinion, is to co-create instead of just collaborate. Am I really so predictable, Tekka? Yes, I'm gonna go downstairs, grab a glass of rum, and start another crazy story that seems completely unrelated to this conversation. And yet, everything is gonna make sense in the end. At least I hope. Ready to go? Let's move away from the technology context for a while and focus on theatrical improvisation. When the actors are about to make a scene, they need to build it up on top of each other's proposed idea. If the scene starts, but the ideas are blocked, it will go nowhere. Hey Martin, nice to see you here. I saw so, I'm not Martin. Now the world don't move to the beat. Did you see it, Taka? Blocking the idea led nowhere. Had a second actor accepted the idea, the scene would smoothly continue for the life of the audience. Actually, blocking ideas is even considered bad behavior in improvisation contests, regardless of where they came. It doesn't take too much to accept an idea, as it doesn't take too much to block it. Just say yes and keep going. Saying no is game over. Back to our meeting. 
It was a plethora of no's, a deep sea of negativism. Surely one I don't want to sail through. That's a good point, Taka. I really don't agree with all the ideas they proposed. But blocking them is not fair. And the first reason is simple. Even the crappiest idea can set the basis for the best one. Moreover, if you block a person, they would probably stop contributing. This not only stops the creative flow, but also biases the outcome. Why not just say yes and keep the momentum forward? If a bad idea is suggested, it would be naturally discarded later. Again, let's just say yes now and try to prove it wrong later. It might sound contradictory at first, but remember, we are exercising teamwork first. So, we need to prove that we are wrong, not the other person is wrong. That's why I keep enforcing the yes. We need to stop doing just collaboration and start doing co-creation. Teka, one important aspect of co-creation is you have to make the others shine. That's the easiest and fairest way of getting everyone to shine. I told you we need to say yes. What I haven't told you is to what exactly we need to say yes. Yeah, but when we say yes to the other person's idea, we're actually saying yes to that person. That's actually the final yes in the list. So let's go one by one, shall we? First, we need to understand and accept our current condition. So we need to say yes to ourselves. I'm grumpy by design, you know, but there are times when I'm <laughs> even harder to deal with. So I need to accept that first in order to get back to an acceptable myself. Then we need to say yes to the environment. Actively listening to others and paying attention to what's happening around is key. Sometimes I find myself so worried about what I'm gonna say next that I don't pay too much attention to what the others are saying. My attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder just boost this to a whole new and crazy level. But I'm learning how to say yes to that in the first place. Now we get to the final and most important yes, to our peers. The creative flow is now open. There is a particular class of heroes who are able to say yes to anyone, the clowns. A clown treats others equally. They laugh with the other, not about the other. They laugh about themselves. They work with human relations. They connect with the others. They are not affected by society's judgment. As children, we see the world with naked eyes. Creativity flows without any type of constraints. Then we start losing it as we become adults. Society demands that we behave like grown-ups, which blocks creativity and our natural ability to connect with others. A clown has learned how to unlock it, or never had it locked in the first place. I'm not saying we should all quit our jobs in favor of joining the Jack Lecoq International Theatre School. My point is, clowns can teach us how to better connect with others and keep the creative flow going. So why insist, Teka? Say yes to yourself, to the environment and to the others. If we all do that, we'll do way more than just collaborate. We will co-create. Take open source software, for example. It's essentially built on collaboration, not co-creation. 
It usually starts with someone solving their own problem and publishing the solution. Contributions are often made by the ones with a slightly different problem that is almost already solved by the software. As it gains traction, people start to use it in different scenarios and discover interesting behaviors. Sometimes it's a bug, sometimes it's a feature. Regardless, the software grows collaboratively. So what's the problem here? Pidgin, for example, got a fork in 2008 because they took off the manual resizable input message area. Their excuse for it was that they wanted to find one solution that fits the needs of all users. The team could just add a checkbox for the user to choose between a manually or an automatically resizable input area, but they chose to not do it. Maybe they didn't realize that one of the most critical features of an instant message software happens within an input area. The whole ticket is unbelievably ridiculous. No solution will ever satisfy all users. Pidgin's team was proved wrong, but decided to react by crapping on their users. It was clear that only ideas aligned with their dogmas would ever be accepted. When you need to follow the author's dogmas, if you're not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. That's the reason behind the oh, just fork it responses. That's why the fork carrier was created. So much sweat and blood because of a wacky feature removal. And Carrier's last release was only two years after its debut. So much energy lost. Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, is another good example of the dangerousness caused by collaboration without co-creation. Let's go through a list of Wikipedia's controversies extracted from Wikipedia, of course. In late February 2002, the Spanish Wikipedia community decided to break away Fork from Wikipedia to protest against plans by co-founders Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanders to sell advertising on Wikipedia sites. September 2005, professional book indexer Daniel Brand started a Wikipedia criticism website in response to his unpleasant experience while trying to get his biography deleted. Needless to say, the website is now defunct. December 2005, Wikipedia's co-founder Jamie Wales was found to be editing his own Wikipedia article. According to public logs, he has made 18 edits to his biography, seven of which were alterations of information about whether Larry Sanger was a co-founder of Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, Tekka, this is gonna take forever. Let's fast forward. June 2022, a Chinese woman was found to have created over 200 fictional articles on the Chinese Wikipedia, writing millions of words of imagined history that went unnoticed for more than 10 years. Wikipedia encourages and empowers everyone to collaborate and create a better knowledge base. So, it's normal to see collaboration in favor of the contributor's ideal. If you want to find out what a man is to the bottom, give him power. I wonder if Lincoln would edit his Wikipedia's article to attribute this quote to himself. Speaking about power, Node.js got a fork in December 2014 because of questionable behaviors from its benevolent dictator. Joyan, the company behind Node.js, had control over every single aspect of the project. In June 2015, 
Join agree to hand over the project to an independent foundation overseen by the Linux Foundation. Damn, Teka! Is there something wrong with collaboration? Great, you got it right, Teka. Collaboration is not the issue, but we need more than just that to have a chance of success. It's like how I see democracy. It's just a way of giving you a choice, not to present you with good options. Collaboration doesn't say anything about intentions from both sides. Good intentions start with the three yeses to yourself, to the environment, and to the others. So let's stop blocking each other's ideas and let's selfishly make others shine.